0: Hello, welcome to another podcast by the Royal College of Psychiatrists. My name is Dr. Shaham Das and today I'll be talking with Dr. Jane Anderson. We're both higher trainees in forensic psychiatry. We'll be talking about the practical steps you can take if you think someone you know is developing a mental health problem or a mental health crisis. Good morning, Dr. Anderson. morning. First of all, why is this important?
1: Well, one in four people in the UK... suffer a mental health problem at some point in their life. But for something so common there's still quite a lack of basic mental health awareness in the UK. In recent years there have been several major campaigns aimed at destigmatizing mental health and currently the two major mental health charities Mind and Rethink have teamed together to launch a Time to Change campaign. That's been really well received but I think there's still a reluctance about talking to your work colleague, friend or your relative about their mental health or your own mental health.
0: Okay, so what causes this reluctance?
1: There can be lots of reasons, but one study identified five key reasons why people don't seek help for mental health problems. The first was thinking that no one could help. The second was believing that you should be able to cope with these type of problems yourself. The third was thinking that it wasn't necessary to contact a doctor because the problem wasn't serious enough. The fourth was thinking that the problem would just get better by itself. And the last one was being too embarrassed to discuss it with anyone. Those reasons make me think that if someone was close to the person who had a bit of confidence and a bit of knowledge, that they might have been able to make the difference between that person getting the help that they need or continuing to struggle on on their own.
0: Okay, and how would I know if someone was struggling?
1: Well, first thing is, you don't have to be a professional to be able to spot signs that someone might be having a problem with their mental health. There are many different mental health problems which show themselves in different ways, but the main thing is to notice and pay attention to changes. Sometimes the easiest change to notice is a problem on the outside. For instance, someone not making it into work or school or not coming to visit you as often. Maybe the person is drinking more alcohol than usual. Also, tough changes such as the death of a loved one or a redundancy can make a person more at risk of mental health problems.
0: Right, but if a person isn't coming to visit me, couldn't that be because the journey's too long?
1: Of course, of course, there might be other explanations for these changes, but don't use that as an excuse not to think about whether the person might be developing a mental health problem and ask the
0: question. Okay. Is there anything else that could change?
1: Well, you might also notice that the person seems more sad or happy than usual, or the things that they talk about have changed. Maybe they've become suspicious about things that would never have bothered them before, Or they might have become more forgetful. These type of changes in someone's mood or the way that they think might be more difficult for you to spot than say whether they're turning up to work or not.
0: Right. Why is it important to notice these changes in how someone's feeling or thinking?
1: Well because often this kind of change happens before anything starts to go wrong in the person's life. So if you were looking from the outside everything would seem to be going fine But if that person could get help at the earlier stage, then things may not progress to a more serious level.
0: But what am I going to be able to do about it anyway?
1: Well, that's a common reaction. And I'm sure that there are many people who have noticed the kind of changes that I've just mentioned in a colleague or a loved one and not said anything to them for exactly that reason. I think it's much easier to notice changes than it is to do something about it. Another common reaction that people can have is that they think that the person's probably already getting help, that they don't want to embarrass them by drawing attention to the problem, and that it might make them feel worse. My answer to that is that it depends on the way you approach the person, and that will depend on how you know them, for instance, if you know them personally or you know them through work. An example of a first question to ask might be I've noticed that you've been a bit quiet recently. How are things going? I think that if you go gently and have a caring attitude, the worst outcome is likely to be that the person tells you sharply to mind your own business. Talking more openly about mental health is exactly what the Time to Change campaign is focusing on and you may well have seen the TV adverts about that. I think asking the question is the most important thing that you can do.
0: That sounds difficult. What am I meant to do after that?
1: Okay, well that depends on the situation. The same rules apply as if it was a physical health problem. For instance, if someone had just collapsed beside you, it might be a faint, or it might be something much more serious. The same with mental health problems. You need to recognize an emergency situation. First, don't put yourself at risk. So if you're feeling threatened in any way, keep your distance and try to work out what the situation is. With mental health problems, the main emergencies are around someone being a risk to themselves or other people. This is often called a mental health crisis. Examples of someone posing a risk to themselves is that if they're telling you they're going to kill or hurt themselves, or if the things that they're doing make you think that that is their plan. It also involves doing reckless things like walking in the middle of a busy road. Most mental health crises involve the person posing a risk to themselves but occasionally people in a mental health crisis might pose a risk to other people through violence. Remember this might be because they are frightened.
0: Okay, How would I know if it was an emergency?
1: Well, sometimes it might be obvious for instance, if you actually see someone taking an overdose of tablets or someone around you is acting bizarrely. At other times, you might need to encourage the person to speak to you and listen to what they're saying. Remember to say who you are if you if they don't know you. Don't be afraid to ask people about whether they've had thoughts or plans to commit suicide. This might feel very difficult to do but you could be saving their life. Okay, so if you think it's an emergency, get help immediately by phoning 999. This is for mental health problems too. If you know the person's GP, you could also phone them, or if you're near an A&E department or the person's GP, you could always go there with the person. If the person has a mental health worker, you could ask them If they remember their number or the number of their mental health crisis team. But if in doubt and you think the person needs immediate help to keep things safe, dial 999. In the meantime you should stay with them and try to keep the person safe by clearing the area of drugs, alcohol or any obvious means of harming themselves or others. Encourage the person to talk but don't disagree or argue, agree to differ instead. And remember, as with first aid for physical problems, your own safety is paramount, so don't take any risks.
0: And what if I don't think it's an emergency situation? What then?
1: Just because the person's not posing a risk to themselves or others doesn't mean that they're not suffering a great deal and you could really make a difference. First thing to do is listen, as you could be the first person that they've told about their problems. Try not to judge the person and try to see things from their point of view. Find out what they think the problem is. Avoid making statements like cheer up or everything's going to be fine because the person might be in a very different frame of mind than you. Even if the person doesn't want to speak to you, you might be able to prompt them to speak to someone closer to them or their GP. You don't have to be a therapist. This is all about recognising something is wrong, saying something and helping the person seek professional help. For instance, you could help the person recognise that it might be useful to go and have a talk to their GP about how they're feeling, as there may be some medical help available. The person might also like to tell their family about their problems so that they can support them as well. And there are a number of things that promote good mental health, whatever the issue, like eating healthily and getting enough rest.
0: Okay, that sounds like helpful advice. Anything else?
1: If you've helped a friend or relative, it's likely that you'll know how they're getting on. But if you only see the person sometimes, for instance, they're a work colleague, don't be afraid to ask them how they are once in a while.
0: Right. Um, I'm quite keen to know more. Any ideas?
1: Well, there's various different mental health awareness programmes in the UK designed for people who don't work in mental health in order to learn more about mental health problems. The more people who have this kind of training the less the stigma will be and that helps people seek help for their own mental health problems. Employers will often provide this kind of mental health awareness training for their staff in order to improve customer service but also improve employee health. There is also a mental health first aid course which began in Australia that is now available in the UK. I understand that some mental health charities have trained their staff in this programme and that it may be available at a discounted rate or free of charge. I would recommend that anyone with a further interest look on the Mind or Rethink website for their own area of the country. I would recommend that anyone with a further interest look on the Mind or Rethink website for their area of the country.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. Anderson.
1: Thank you.